it's Emily. Happy New Year everyone and welcome back to my anchor station or episode 8 of my podcast if you're listening via Apple Podcasts. If you're on Anchor feel free to call in with any questions or literally just to say hi and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts why not write me a review? Um, Say if you've got a spare two minutes it would be awesome to see what you think of my podcast. Now on to the content. podcast I said that I was gonna try and do a- another podcast before Christmas and obviously it's now the 11th of January and people might have been expecting a podcast in December but it just didn't happen so basically um, it didn't happen because I completely forgot that December is mental and that actually Christmas is a really super overwhelming time sensory wise and I seem to forget each year um, so I was like, oh yeah, because I had like 10 days off from work and I was like, sure, I'll definitely like do a podcast. I had stuff written up for it and things like that. And yeah, it just didn't happen. Um, So happy new year, everyone. Hope you had a good Christmas and new year shenanigans. And I thought I'd kind of start off this podcast by talking about um, something that relates to the last podcast. Um, so I said that I had four Christmas, like, parties slash do's to go to, um, which I wasn't particularly looking forward to due to social awkwardness, um, but I thought I'd just kind of recap on them and let you guys know how they went, and if I survived, um, little spoiler, I did survive because I'm here right now, um, but yeah, they, they actually all went okay, um, so if I just run through what they were again, so the first Christmas thing I had to do was like a ground floor Christmas drinks um, at work, so just our office like Christmas drinks. Then the second thing I had to do was go to a graduate like meal, which is, I'm not a graduate, but I started with a load of graduates um, at the same time um, in the same workplace. So we kind of all got to know each other and we're all the same age, so I had to do that. Then the third thing was the main like kind of company party and that was at a race course which was hella fancy and posh um so i'll go into that in a bit more detail and then um the last thing i had to do was like a team meal and that was just seven of us so there's seven people in my team including me so yeah the first one four christmas drinks it was difficult because we met in a bar and it was really busy and everyone was drinking so i was like and it was only like half seven um, but I went in with my friend from work, so that was good. I had someone to go in with, sort of thing. Um, I kind of, like, we kind of stuck with each other during the night because we're kind of the same age and everyone else is a kind of bit, old, bit older. Um, so in terms of having someone there to talk to, it was good. Sensory-wise, it wasn't because there was a DJ and then, like, this guy started on a guitar and I was like, huh, got a bit overwhelmed. Um, but then everyone got really hungry, which was, like, a blessing because then we all got to leave this cocktail bar, which was great. And then um, we all went to, like, a really quiet restaurant, which was good because I was hungry and it was somewhere quiet. So, yeah, that went fine. And then the graduate meal was slightly more difficult because, I don't know, like... I tend to get on better with boys than I do with girls, so I could talk to the boys easily, 
but the girls I just felt very self-conscious and I was very kind of flushy because when I eat hot food I flush really badly um, so my face was a bit blotchy um, but yeah I mean the only bad thing about it was that I spent like 30 quid on a meal out and I ate not even half of it like the starter was a really spicy soup even though it said it was a vegetable soup so that was difficult sensory wise because it was just totally overwhelming and everyone was like oh why, why didn't you like your soup why didn't you finish your soup and I was like excellent and then the main course was a bit better but again it was really spicy and then the dessert was cheesecake so I ate that <laughs> so I basically came home eating having eaten just a cheesecake so that was healthy um, and then we had the race course party now this was like hella fancy so I didn't realize it was like black tie event and loads of guys turned up in like um, tuxedos and like bow ties and things and I was like okay um, I wore a dress that I was comfortable in which is the one and only dress I own that I just got out of the cupboard again um, it's the dress I wore in my graduation as well um, from uni so that I, I kind of knew I was comfortable in it and I just wore it with tights and cut all the labels out of everything and was comfortable so it was smart enough I think and the fact that I was I even went out in a dress is an achievement I think and so did my family <laughs> um, but it was a really good night um, and I will talk a little bit more in the next segment about it So yeah, race course party was very fancy. Um, we had like, we, when we walked in, we had to walk literally a mile to find the like big hall where we were meant to be. Um, and when we got there, it was like an open bar, which was fine. Um, there were there were so many people there. It was like 200 people, so it was really busy. Um, but I kind of like knew everyone, so that was okay. And then we all went upstairs to um, have like dinner in like on separate tables so I was like okay where on earth am I going to be sitting so I looked at the table plan and there were 21 tables like 21 I was like oh my god where am I going to be and who am I going to be with so anyway I looked at the table plan and realized I was sat next to my manager which was great because I know her and like with like a couple of other people on my team so that was good and I realized I was table number five so that I was I was quite high up and near, kind of sitting near the board of directors. So I was like, okay. Um, but I behaved beautifully and I ate all my food and I even ate my sprouts. Um, and I don't really like sprouts. Um, and at the end it was so funny because um, my friend was sat on table 19. She was literally right in the corner of the room. I could see her, like, I could just see the top of her head and I like, really wanted to go over and chat to her. Um, but I couldn't really because everyone was sat at their tables. Anyway, at the end of the meal, my manager um, was like, Emily, you can get down from the table now and go and speak to your friend. I was like, oh my God, I feel like a 12 year old. Um, but yeah, that was really sweet of her. Um, and then um, there was like a photo booth and like a dance floor and stuff. And it was really weird. It almost felt like a family wedding, but like people dancing in front of their managers and things and my manager was dancing I was like oh my god it was so cringy it was like watching like like dad dancing kind of like lots of people like not that my dad is embarrassed like I don't get embarrassed by my dad dancing but it was lots of kind of parents dancing so 
it was very funny and there were quite a few drunk people um, but I managed all right I actually I did okay and when I got home I was totally knackered it was I think it was about half half one because when we got the bus from work to the race course and when we got back to work I had to def- defrost my entire car because it was completely iced over it was like freezing that night and I said that I'd give three people a lift um, into town because I don't live that far away from like my town centre so everyone sat in the car and I had to defrost the entire car whilst literally in a dress and a small cardigan anyway I got home I survived end of Christmas party number three Christmas party thing number four was the team meal okay so we were in a really super tiny um, Italian restaurant um, in town, which was good because I knew where I was going. Um, but oh my god, I was so socially awkward. I was the youngest there by like, I think like 15, 20 years. And like, I made polite conversation, obviously, and I tried not to kind of interrupt and make sure I was listening as well as eating, which is really hard when you're eating with people you don't really need like know that well um like I know them in a work sense but they were asking me like stuff about my life and stuff and I was like oh god like like you know the stuff that you keep kind of private and like some questions I was a bit like uh okay um but yeah no everyone was nice enough but I did get really bad like flushing um so Again, when I eat hot food, I flush, so it's, it's always a bit embarrassing. But um, I think the restaurant was dark enough to kind of cover it up. Um, again, I didn't drink any alcohol, even though um, like our whole table was bought like a round of port. Apparently, it's like a Christmassy drink thing. Um, well, in the UK, it is anyway. Um, and I didn't drink mine. I was like, I really like uh, it smelled horrible anyway but yeah so the moral of all these four Christmas parties was that if I can survive four Christmas parties number one I can do anything and number two you can do anything like if you set your mind to something you can do it whether or not you want to or you are going to enjoy it or not I did I did enjoy myself there were parts I enjoyed from all four things and I would just say challenge yourself more often so after that super rambly last bit about christmas parties and other fancy things i'm moving on because it's a new year and it's exactly the same me but um i thought i'd go um into some presents that i got and how i'm going to use them in the new year um so christmas presents um and my mum did something really clever for christmas so kind of i had like a stocking uh, like christmas stocking um i know i'm 23 but you know everyone's a kid at heart um and she got me this really cool like she um bought like this really cool like material bag and filled it with loads of like sensory and fidget stuff like toys and things um so i thought i'd just go through what she got me in there and how i've been using it um so the first thing she got me was this super cool um like a stingray um stress toy so it's about the size of like the palm of my hand kind of thing um and it's kind of it's almost like a memory foam so when you like squish your fingers into it it leaves a bit of a print for like i don't know five seconds and then it like kind of disappears 
and it's kind of a purpley blue sea oceany kind of color and it's so like therapeutic to squish um i definitely recommend um having a look online i think she got most of the bits and pieces from amazon um so it was it's really worth having like a stress ball or stress toy like i know um a lot of people who like have them in their like coat pockets and things because then you can kind of like fidget without it being like out in front of you kind of thing or in like a jumper pocket um so this one's a little bit bigger so it's kind of i'm using it at home kind of thing um but it's great it's got like this um it's got like really big um like a really big tail and it's just super squishy and sensory and it's amazing so totally recommend getting one of those if you can and then the next thing um, my mum got me was like this big plastic ball um and it has loads of kind of like tiny plastic balls inside it and the balls stick out through holes so there's about six holes and like different colored balls sticking out all of these holes in this big ball and what you can do is you can kind of shift the balls around within the main ball it sounds a bit weird basically you can move the balls around to different holes and there's like a really big sponge inside the ball so that the tiny balls don't fall out so literally you can just click the balls back and forth um they're like almost tiny plastic ping pong balls um but it's really i don't know like stress busting and it has like a little like carry handle so you could i don't know pop it on like a bag or something it's not huge but it's enough to kind of sit and keep you busy kind of thing um so i i know that one's definitely from amazon so i think it's just like a fidget ball is what it's called um and it kind of make it's quite clicky so it's quite noisy so you couldn't use it in a quiet environment um but it's great for like using at home which is what i've been using it um the next thing that my mum got me um was some resistance bands so just like exercise resistance bands i think like sometimes you'd see them in like a gym kind of thing and they're really good for kind of like sensory input um so you can kind of i don't know like pull against your own weight with like the resistance bands around your feet or around your arms and there's loads of different exercises you can do i'm gonna look at some more youtube tutorials for that um but I think I'm definitely going to get some good use out of them because to have like I don't know as part of like my sensory diet it's a good thing to be I don't know like I remember like as a kid like always kind of like pushing and pulling things and like lifting things is good for like sensory input I remember that was something my like occupational therapist used to get me to do quite a lot um, because it's good like on your muscles um, so yeah, I'm gonna be using my resistance bands this new year. And then the last thing that was in my little sensory bag was um, some like noise cancelling like earbud headphones. So again, these were bought on Amazon, and they are they're like um, what do you call them like earbud like in earbuds, but they're connected like along a plastic kind of headphone um, headset thing and they're really good uh, recommend them they're super noise cancelling and they're also really good um 
like I'm going to try and wear them out and about. They're really good for if there's like a loud background environment. Apparently, a lot of people wear them in offices as well, um, just so that they can kind of you can hear people like near you. So, like it wouldn't make you jump if someone talked to you, but in the background, it kind of cancels out the sort of kind of hum of noise, which I think is quite good. Um, so again, those are on Amazon. And I'd say they're worth a look. They're like they've got like a blue kind of band, and instead of wearing them like headphones, like on top of your head or behind your head, you wear them like they kind of almost go under your chin, sort of thing. Um, um, they don't touch your chin, um, but yeah, if you sort of look on Amazon, you'll see what I mean. But um, I would definitely recommend them, and I think I'll be using them more when I'm out and about because I've got long hair. I can kind of cover it. Um, apart from the sort of bit that goes under your chin, but you wouldn't be able to see that anyway. So yeah, I'll let you know how I get on with those. So that was my Christmas presents review, and that leads beautifully onto my next segment, which is going to be me chatting all about creating a sensory box. So on my blog when I first started, so when I I think I was twenty one. Yeah, 21 century. I'm 23 now. Yeah. So I, one of the first sort of, I think it must have been, I think it was the like fifth or sixth blog post, um, was about creating a DIY sensory box. So one that you could do yourself at home, kind of collect bits and pieces from around your house, as well as like sort of sensory toys you can buy online, but also kind of more like cheaper alternatives. And I thought I'd kind of update my sensory box. Um, seeing as that one's quite old it's sort of three four years old now and because i got some new um christmas presents which are kind of sensory based i can update them and kind of pop them all in the same box so i'm on the hunt for a really nice kind of container um so i think i'm gonna have to go sort of shopping for one i'm thinking maybe ikea home sense tk maxx dunelm somewhere in these shops there must be nice containers um like i'm kind of looking for i think a box with a lid um literally so i can kind of like dive in anytime and grab what i need um just even if it's like a fidget spinner or fidget cube or something you know like a stress toy um basically so they're all in one place and i know where to find them which is a key thing in life is knowing where you put things so that you can find them again um, so yeah, I'm going to create a sensory box. I might kind of chat about it on this podcast as well as on my blog. So if you want to see photos of it, um, just keep checking back on my blog, but I'll mention when it's uploaded. Um, another thing that I had forgotten that I got for Christmas that I wanted to mention was for my parents. And it was the one thing that I asked for at Christmas. And literally my mum was like, Emily, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, I don't need anything. And she was like, really and I was like there is one thing and she was like what I was like um a wave machine and she was like okay <laughs> so it sounds sounds like a leisure center wave machine it's not um basically it's like a it's like a small kind of it looks like a little kind of almost like a little radio in size and it's it's a projector and it projects light onto my ceiling but the light has like a kind of filter in it 
which makes it look like sea waves. So I can turn it on at night and when I look up on the ceiling from my bed, I can see like kind of moving waves and it is the most calming thing and I love it. Um, I remember seeing someone else got one. I think it was like a gift guide for um, like 2016 or something. And I thought, oh, that's so cool. And I just remembered about it this Christmas. And I, I, do you know what? I'd give it 10, 10 out of 10. I totally recommend getting one if you're into kind of sensory lighting and kind of, I don't know, you can, it has like a built-in speaker so you could plug in your phone to play music from it or I just play, um, I usually go to bed with um, like a bath running soundtrack on my phone so actually it works really well because I'm looking up at like waves and listening to like running water so that works really well but yeah it has a built-in speaker if you want to listen to it a bit louder but it's almost like, um, you know you get those kind of like sensory rooms in like therapy sort of places or in kind of like charity places like they have like sensory rooms with kind of led lights and things like that it's a bit kind of it's along that kind of theme it's like a really dark blue um and the waves sort of move over each other it's it's really lovely and i don't i don't think it was that expensive um i think it was sort of like 15 to 20 pounds ish and for a christmas present i thought that wasn't like ridiculous um it was bought on amazon and i think it, it was it was like a kind of it was a chinese sort of manufactured thing it wasn't anything super fancy um but i love it so far and totally recommend getting one so yeah wave machines are the way to go <laughs> I wanted to have a quick sort of chat about stress and how it affects me and my kind of coping mechanisms. So I always find the start of the year super stressful um, and I think it's because the Christmas period I was off for 10 days so I'd usually be off for like a couple of weeks over Christmas and it's totally out of routine and it throws me and I forget about it each Christmas and I, I hate finishing work at Christmas, which is insane, I know, because everyone else is like, ooh, Christmas, and I'm like, I'd rather be at work because I know what I do there, I know my place, it's nine till five, I know when lunch is, it's, I just love work and routine, it's my favourite, <laughs> so when that's gone, it's a bit like, <laughs> unsettling, and then, I don't know, January 1st is literally the most difficult day because... I'm waiting to go back to work and there's this lull and like I'm wondering what other people are doing and I'm anxious and I get a bit OCD and like controlling about where things are and like I don't know like distracting myself by like I don't know organizing things in my room which isn't obviously a bad thing because tidying is always good um but yeah it it totally throws me and it took me about I don't know, it took me two, three days to get back into like like the work routine, but the first like the first day back was super quiet because no one was in. And I think like this Monday was when everyone was back in at work and it felt like normal again and it was just like such a relief because everyone's back in, everything's almost back to normal, everyone's 
back from their holidays and I just find like end of December start of January I get really mood swingy and I'm either kind of I don't know I don't know if it's also kind of you see your relatives more you see your family more which obviously isn't a bad thing um but it can be overwhelming and it can be noisy and as much as I love my relatives they still touch me on my shoulder and sometimes hug me um which is fine because they're my family and they love me which is lovely but I find it hard um yeah so I think century wise I'm running at 100% and that means stress wise and kind of mood wise that it's it's just all over the place and it can be quite I don't know confusing to me because I can't control my mood it's and my mood relies so heavily on my sensoriness like if something's too noisy it affects my mood if something's too bright it affects my mood if someone touches me it affects my mood like the senses relate directly to my mood and it's really difficult to control and it's also difficult like when people see me in that state they're like well why why are you like that why are you reacting like that sort of thing and I can't explain it it's really hard to explain as like a meltdown or a kind of sensory freak out um but yeah that's just part of part of the Christmas period and part of life in general um yeah it makes me a bit different and a little bit special but I don't think I'd want it any other way and I'm learning to cope just by being open about it and just saying like look I feel like this at the moment I don't know why it might be because of this you know noise or bright light or someone touching me or like a really strong smell and just try and be I think I just this new year I need to be more open and say look I'm feeling a bit stressed or overwhelmed or a bit meltdowny sensory wise I, I can't really explain it but it might be because of this just give me five ten minutes or give me a quiet room <laughs> and I will be back soon yeah so that's my kind of stress and mood swingy bit over the uh, holidays just quickly before i wrap up this podcast i wanted to chat about one last thing and that is drinking more water so i kind of made it as a bit of a new year's resolution in a way but I realised that I have no, like, sense of thirst, like, I never feel thirsty, which means that I don't drink enough, um, I can go all day without drinking something because I just don't realise that it's something I need to have, because I don't have that, like, oh, I'm really thirsty, or, oh, I've got a dry mouth, or something like that, um, it's a bit like how I don't get full, um, easily like when I'm eating like I never know when I'm full it's for some reason it's the senses I'm a sensory person what can I say so anyway I'm making it more of a thing to be more like drink water and be more like water conscious so at work I've got like a like a nice plastic like water bottle like a reusable one um so I make sure that I try and drink it throughout the morning and then fill it up at lunchtime and try and drink it throughout the afternoon i do drink um tea as well but i know that can be a bit like dehydrating and like caffeine and whatever so yeah i am trying to drink more water and i think 
it's definitely better in terms of kind of I think drinking more water is better for your kind of skin and your health obviously um, because we're kind of made of a lot of water so I've heard and I don't know I feel I don't know a little bit more not healthier but a bit I don't know it's almost like it because it gives me something to do it's kind of like a bit of a distraction as well um, it's something that I make sure I'm doing more and I don't know, I think it's also because I'm keeping to a New Year's resolution, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, if you don't drink enough water, I recommend getting a reusable water bottle because it really does make you kind of want to fill it up more and use it more. Like get a super funky one. I know um, one of my friends has one where it's like morning, afternoon, evening and it has like little lines on the side of the bottle so you know how much you have to drink like during the day. Um, so yeah, whatever works for you. But um, just have a look at how much you're drinking during the day and make sure you're drinking enough, people. And yeah, that was my last little chat. Um, so I will hopefully be doing another podcast soon. Um, end of January, start of February. Um, again, keep an eye on my blog for some new blog posts and I will mention in my next podcast if I've done my sensory box. Um, hopefully I will have done it by then. Um, but yeah. Um, feel free to leave me a review or give me a call in on the Anchor app and yeah I hope everyone's having a good new year so far and I will see you again soon. Okay bye!